is Monday evening. It's welcome to the Red and Big podcast. I am your host Biggs, and with me is my co-host Red. What's up, dude? What's up, brother? Good to hear your voice out there tonight. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you tonight? I'm doing good, man. I'm feeling uh, pretty good. Uh, second time us going live in the air. I'm excited to uh, you know get out there and and, uh, and let people listen to us and. and Talk about tonight. Right. I think we always start off. We always start off the same way. And I mean, t- tell me about your day. How was your day? Uh, my day was pretty was uh, pretty good. Um, we um, I had the day off from work today, so me and the wife um, did some stuff. We uh, went um, out to breakfast, and she got her nails done. Um, breakfast was really good, um, and. Man, I tell you, like the it kind of like ran right through me. <laughs> like as soon as we that got was... to the uh, um the the nail salon, I felt really bad for these <laughs> these people because I had to blow up their bathroom, and oh, yeah, <laughs> and like the Asian lady goes in there, and I hear her cough. <laughs> And I just started laughing, and then she comes out, and she's just like, "Oh, not my boy!" And like, like <laughs> I started dying, and yeah. um, like <laughs> she was talking to her uh, Asian friend in uh, Chinese or whatever, and they were laughing. <laughs> I was like, "I'm laughing too." I'm like, "But funny." So. Yeah, and other than that, we um, just relaxed. I went out and got the dog some food, and he needed some dog food. What's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I went and um, to the DMV and uh, did my Florida registration. Yeah, my hat keeps bothering me. I got like an inch in my fucking head or something. Oh, shit. You got a Florida registration? Okay, this is huge, right? You got your you soon to be a license plate for Florida. Yeah, man, and it's it's um really nice to finally get it done and then I just gotta I gotta wait for the um the title to get transferred over to Florida and um it should take about thirty days, they said, but it could be uh sooner. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an eventful day. I mean, it's a big, uh, I think it's big when you get that tag transferred over because then you'll have the license, you'll have the registration, and, and you'll be, like, officially a Florida area. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I think that's important. Uh, my day, I mean, uh, it was it was eventful. I mean, uh, you know, normal day, taking care of hundreds of animals, uh, working with God's creatures, uh, you know, uh, I got a phone call today, you know, you know, I work with service animals. I own a farm for, for service, uh, to, to work yeah. with, uh, abused women, abused children and children with autism and all different types of things. And, uh, uh, I told you before about that Elfie's law that I created here for my property, my farm. That, and, and that's for a dog that was killed by, um, domestic violence. You know, a man, uh, killed a dog and, and, uh, and, uh, it's a shame, but today I got a, a call uh, from the children and youth from that area, and they asked me, 
you know, some questions on, you know, how I felt about the guy when he was here and, and uh, when he was at my location. And, uh, you know, we work with world-renowned service animals. You know, we, tra- we have trainers that, you know, go all over and, and make sure that these puppies and these, you know, horses or goats or pigs or, you know, chickens that they create uh, justice for somebody in their mind. They kind of take them to a different world, you know. When you have a kid that really has, like, social anxiety issues and doesn't like to talk too much, you know, if they get a kiss a pig in their day, it kind of gives them something to talk about. But anyway, Elfie's Law was created here because, you know, who would think that somebody would kill, uh, you know, an animal right. uh, to, hurt their, to hurt their children or their wife? And that, that makes me sick. Our last broadcast, we mentioned, you know, domestic violence, and it continues to make me sick. But... You know, I told them, you know, what they asked me, did you pick up anything unnormal? And I'm like, you know, I'm a Christian. You know, I don't judge. You know, some people that, that meet me, they immediately want to judge. They have no idea, you know, that, that I'm a God-willing person, that I got a lot of soul. And uh, But anyway, I said, you know what, there was something weird. And, and they said, well, what was it? And I said, well, you know, the fact is, is when I asked them to sit down, you know, I have a, a big building with 45-foot cathedral ceilings with a couch that people sit on and, you know, a therapy animal's brought out, and we put them in their arms, and he, he refused to sit down, and I thought, that day, I thought, oh, boy, if he doesn't want to sit down, so I pulled up a chair, and I sat down, so he didn't feel like I was, you know, trying to demand him, or, uh, but his children were there, and his wife, or his child and wife, and his wife wasn't allowed to talk, his wife never asked any questions, or his child wasn't allowed to touch the puppy, and I didn't really mm. pick up on the fact that domestic violence, you know, even though I work with abused women and children, you know, yearly we bring them here, we show them experiences, uh, you know, we show them, you know, what it is to, you know, see a different world, you know, and forget about what they're running for, right. what they're running from, and feel safe for a minute. So it was kind of crazy that part of my day when I took that phone call. Every time it hits me because I'm like, you got to be crazy. Like, you know what I mean? If you know me my entire life, you know, uh, some might say, well, he's been violent, but he found Christ or this. You know, in reality, I've, I've, you know, I've spent my life protecting, but I, I can't even look on the other side on what someone would, why someone would kill, you know, a goldfish or even a dog or a butterfly or a fucking, uh, a fucking fly. You know, yeah. I, I don't believe in, you know, that kind of stuff. So that, that was kind of a rough part of the day. Um, the other part of my day was good, man. I went out and, uh, I uh, got to spend some time with my son. Um, I told you this podcast, we'll talk a little bit about a couple things. I think we should talk about a little bit about being parents. We did talk about wives. We talked about, you know, a little bit of our lives. We'll talk a little bit about being parents. You know, I got to spend time with Isaiah today. Um, of course, you know, he's here every day. I spend time with him every day. But I think every moment uh, is something special when it comes to uh, when you see your son developing and or, or your daughter. Um you know, it's like, I don't know about you and feeling like a father, but, you know, I got a lot of old head friends and I got a lot, a lot of friends that, that, that have a lot of opinions about, you know, every different world, every different thing. But uh, for me being a father, you know, I really want him to know daddy. Um, and, uh, and I want him to, uh, I want him to know, uh, you know, what it is to be Brandon, he, well, to be Reds. Ooh, almost almost right. got me a violation. Uh, but what it is to be me, you know, I want him to have my values. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, my wife and I teach him everything that he needs to continue life. And, and being a father for me, man, it means I can give all my stuff to somebody. And, uh, 
I hope that he, he learns a lot from, from me and, uh, and I hope he has a good outlook. Like I said, you know, you know me, I'm writing a book. We're mm-hmm. doing this podcast. Um, so I think he'll see it through the book and I think he'll see it through, through the podcast. I hope to be here forever, but you know, God, he has a plan for us, but you being a father, I mean, how do you feel? Was it, is it like so cool to have like, uh, you know, two daughters? Do you feel like at 40, like, you know, like if something happens to you, you know, um, how do you put this? Do you kind of have something to give yourself to now, if that makes any sense? Like, I feel like at the age I am, I mean, I'm not saying that, that, that our life is shortened at 40, but I'm saying, like, who really gives a shit about my wrenches or this or that? You know, now I can give it to somebody. I got a friend that's, like, 65, got millions of dollars, and he's like, you know, what the hell do I do uh, with all my money? And he said to his wife, well, what are you going to do when I die? And, and all the, uh, you know, she has her own money, and he has his millions, and, she, and his wife says, well, I know I'm going to die with zero dollars. So she's just going to spend his money furiously because they have no children. So, I mean, tell me, do you do, do you, uh, two things? Number one is, do you love being a father? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't change it any other way. I like, I mean, having them too is definitely like a blessing for sure. And having them, you know, Watching them grow up is just like a highlight of my life, really, you know. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's your life. It's what made you you, right? Yeah, and you know, and my older one, you know, is not far from being a teenager. You know, she'll be a teenager next year, and um, it's just crazy, like on how time flies, really. And you just see, like, you know. This, uh, you know, your little girl just starting to become like a lady, you know what I mean? And yeah, um, it's, it's just, scary. It is. It's it's crazy. And then um, the good news is her uncle, you know, her uncle, yeah, <laughs> he's got her back, right? Right. Like, exactly. It's kind of scary. I mean, when you look at it, it's like, uh, yeah, she's getting up there, man. She's 12 years old, turning 13, you know, 13. I know, man. So, it's crazy. It's you know nuts. What? She's, be- she's beautiful. She's intelligent. You know, she's got good people and great support behind her. Your wife, uh, incredible teacher. Um, uh, you know, con- continues to give her values, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, so the of course you. Um, but you know, my wife's a teacher, like your wife's a teacher. So the values that they can press onto the child is, is pretty cool to see. You know. Oh yeah. Because those little art projects, like, man, what the, what in the hell, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool to see the kids do it. Um, you know, so I, I said in one of our prior podcasts that I was happy I didn't have kids. Well, here's the thing. I had three miscarriages in life, uh, which I still, you know, I think they're, they'll be in heaven waiting for me. But in sense, you know, I'd never wanted kids young. And now that I'm older, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad that I, that I had my kids. Um, now, my question is, do you think by having them young, you didn't get to experience some things or no? Um, I don't think so, you know, because we're usually, you know, keep them, you know, pretty occupied with like, you know, things to do. Um, I mean, I wish, you know, they were closer together in age. Um, yeah. But like, I mean... It still doesn't like I guess affect them like you know with the way they how they do things you two like together too because like they're still pretty close 
and I mean, eventually I'm sure I, I will see, you know, Madison, once she starts getting older, she's probably going to drift away a little bit. Like, I mean, that's how it was with me and my brother, you know, and we were eight years apart. And, um, you know, once I became an older teenager, you know, I didn't really want him around me as much, you know. So I, I'm just like, you know, I mean, and you can kind of see it now, like, you know, like... <laughs> The younger one annoys the older one sometimes, and um, and you keep trying to tell her, like, look, you know, you better be nice to your sister, because she's the only one you got. And, you know, she's, you know, going to be, you know, she's going to look up to you, and you got to guide her, you know what I mean? You know, where where she's going, too, like, you know, and be the big role model. And that's what I try to tell my my oldest, you know is be that role model, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, uh, you know, be that role model. I think she's been a great role model. You know, I've watched your, uh, your daughter, uh, interact with your other daughter and it's, you know, she really is, you know, as much as she puts herself in a video, as much as she has dress up, you know, your daughter, the other daughter gets to play too. So it's really, really good in that interaction. And it's not even, you know, I think sometimes, like I said in the last podcast, I mean, in a sense, it sounds like, you know, that I'm, I'm uh, a cruel and intentional when it comes to, you know, um, how do I say this? Uh, my head is itching. I don't know if in the laundry. I don't know if something's in the laundry or what in the hell. What's going on? Am I all right? Oh, am I? Am I right? I'm joking with you. Listen, no, in a sense, uh, I, I do. My head, is, my head is fucking itching right now. I don't know what is going on with this redhead, but let me tell you something. Let me fix this hat real quick. Boom. <laughs> she could be watering down the laundry detergent. Now listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. So no, I think, like I said, I mean, you know, me not having a kid young, it's like, I don't know, man. I didn't think I could be the father. I was so dedicated to medicine so dedicated to trying to prove otherwise that, you know what, I'm, uh, I am that of a, of a prophet, you know what I mean? Not that of evil. So I really wanted to like focus on my career and stuff. And it's like, um, but now that I've had one older, it's like, if I had one of the three that I lost during miscarriages, uh, I think life would have been the same anyway. You know what I mean? Right. You still go out, even when you have a kid, you still go out to eat, you still do this, you still do this everything is pretty much, you know, the same in that aspect, you know, right. but I didn't want to be, a, I didn't want to be a fucked up dad and not, uh, when I was young, man, I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was not a young ready father. And it's not that I wanted to go out and party or go to clubs or this. It's just, you know, uh, I didn't know myself good enough. Right. I have somebody else good enough. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I didn't know myself good enough to teach someone else good enough, right? Yeah. No, I get it. Um, but I love Isaiah, man. Isaiah, Julie, and Hughes. So it's kind of cool. You know, my wife's name is Julie. You know, Isaiah, Julie, and Hughes. So he's like named after my wife. Uh, he's got red blood all day long. You know my you know my son. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so in the world it is today, it's a shame. But, I, have, you know, one of the first things I see my son is put your hands up. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so now, you know, the first thing my little kid, at, at, uh, he knows is, you know, <laughs> you know, 
Well, you just don't know no more. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. You don't, you know, you don't pay him a lot of attention to the news as much as me, but I'm going to tell you one thing. And they're not teaching police enough about live fire. So they're not teaching officers that if there's a situation where a gun does get fired, it all of a sudden turns into a war zone. You know, there's an issue when cops shoot a gun and usually every cop around them fires their whole clip. When you're shooting a gun, it's a natural reaction. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, man, what in the hell? Like a 24-year-old guy, a guy just got smoked by a PD. I love, I'm, I got mad respect for PD. They taught me many lessons in my life. But I'm going to tell you, and I've worked close with them owning ambulance companies, owning businesses. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You're right. That, uh, hell no, man. Right. You, I'm telling you what. Shit. That's a whole other topic. Dude, Listen, so what, what, talk to me. I just want to say, uh, I just want to make a quick shout out to Kev, who's in our chat. He just cheered us 200 bits. Thanks, Kev. Yeah, Kev, man. Listen, we appreciate that. And we want people to keep listening. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about social media tonight, and we're going to get into that. We don't have a long podcast. But basically, you know, uh, Biggs has got a little bit that we're gonna, he's going to read off real quick. So let him pull that up. Can you know, adjust his, his, uh, his stuff here? And he's going to read off a little bit. Then once he reads it, we're going to get into a little bit about what we're talking about. That way we don't waste 15 minutes trying to explain what we're going to talk about. Right. Biggs is going to read it off real quick. So, Biggs, go ahead and give a little shout-out to what, what we're going to go over today. Are you ready for that? Yes, sir. All right, Kev, but another 45. Thanks, Kev. So, all right. So... So the internet, the internet has turned our existence upside down, basically. So like it has revolutionized communications to the extent that is now our preferred medium of everyday communication. So in almost everything we do, and you got to think about this shit, everything that we do, we use the internet, right? Whether it be ordering food, like a pizza, a cheeseburger, anything. Buying something online. You can literally buy anything online. Just go to Amazon. They have literally A to Z. <laughs> you buy a TV, whatever. You know, you want something for your phone. Buy it on it. You know, buy, buy, buy. Internet, internet. So, and also with sharing stuff, you know, on social media, like, you know, sharing a picture, um, sending, like, you know, files you can be done over the internet. If you wanted to keep, you know, if you wanted to keep up, you know, with the news, all, you know, back in the day, you had to walk down to the newsstand when it opened in the morning and buy a local edition <laughs> of your paper to, you know, to find out what's going on. Now, all days, you can get up-to-the-minute coverage on news, topics, and anything. So it's definitely transformed, like, our everyday life. Yeah. And, like... I agree. Yeah, and it, it was, you know, a static network designed to shuffle a, smart, a small freight of, of bytes or a short message between two terminals. It was a repository of information where... Content was published and maintained only by expert coders. 
Today, however, immersed qual qualities of information are uploaded and downloaded over this electronic labiation. And the content is very much our own. For now, we are all commentators, publishers, and creators. And it's true, because guess what we're doing right now? We're making a podcast. That's a creator. So, like, I mean, it, the way this, you know, the internet has impacted our everyday life is just crazy. Because, like, you know, you have all these social media platforms um, that you can get yourself on. Like, here we are on Twitch. You know, you got YouTube. You know, uh, YouTube is very good for how-to videos. YouTube is huge with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think... Go ahead and listen to it. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then, and then you got Facebook. Facebook has, you know, freaking blew the hell up with, like, getting in touch with all your, you know, close friends that you used to, to know all in one space, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that has changed the game crazy as well too so like without it like i mean if you really think about it like could you, we really function without the internet okay that's what i'm gonna get in with so yeah you can because i do you know you know so we can it's hard to it is you know reds over here you know you know we're a little different you know you truly uh you know uh you know, created uh, a financial future in using computer technology and understanding of uh, technology and understanding how to operate it. Right. Me on the other hand, yeah. And me on the other hand, uh, ever since I've been a kid, I, I've continued to get a newspaper. I read the newspaper. I, you know, I, I take a different outlook. I've never ordered on Amazon in my life. I've never um, ordered on, you know, <clears throat> I've never participated on Facebook. Um, I've never I've done any of that. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I ran multi-million dollar businesses. I've had multi-million dollar businesses. I've had people do that for me. And I always say it's because it's like something I don't want to learn. You know, when I read a paper, you know, I read the paper from the front to the back. You know, I don't search what I want to look for. I don't, you know, let my mind control my appetite for what I'm supposed to be exposed in in my day. So right. I like to look through, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the internet wise, <clears throat> you know, I think it's taken the ability of the human uh, to function. You know, it takes your hands, you know, the, these were given to you for a reason, you know, for like YouTube, for example, I think it's a good platform, you know, it's out there. It's doing, well, do I think it's a good platform? I don't, I don't know if I'd say that, but, it's a platform out there, and if you want to learn how to fix this or your car or your computer or even, like, how to fix your house, right. it's a video up there. Uh, but you learn nothing from it. You know, if you watch a video on YouTube, you know, you get just that of it. You don't get uh, – you haven't learned it. If you try it with your physical hands, uh, you learn it. You know, I have never – you know, all my employees – I've had hundreds of employees. They all are quick to say, oh, I'll fix it, Brandon. Let me show you on YouTube. And it's like, you know, put that the fuck away and figure it out. <laughs> right. And when you figure it out, come back to my office. And after you figured it out, you know, what's going to be important is I'm going to tell you that from now on, when we have this problem, you'll remember it and you'll be able to do it again. Right. Right. Um, 
And then the other side of the internet is temptation, bro. You know, temptation is, it hits the highest limits in the world. If you believe in Christ, you believe in, you know, he made that of a woman and, and that of a man. So in sense, uh, you know, it's a little scary. You know, when you look at Adam and Eve, you know, it's, it's a little scary. They traveled a far, far away to meet each other, a long journey to get with each other. And, uh, and that took them running into each other. You know, the internet today can put you in contact with anything that's out there in the world. And I'm a big believer when the God throws something in front of you, well, then it's meant to be, you know, you can't search it out. You know, I want to go to a store and I want to feel it. I want to touch it. I want to smell that candle. I don't want to order it off the internet and it gets here and it's this fucking big. And I'm like, Oh shit, I got to ship it back. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and when I meet people, you know, friends, for example, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say about that aspect. I probably have like four to 5,000 friends, right? But I probably have one friend, you, because I talk to you. Uh, so in sense, it's like just because I know 5,000 people that are uh, friends of mine, it doesn't mean that uh, I need to talk to them every day. I'm just not I'm not logging up every day and reading someone's, you know, situation because I can't help hundreds. You know, I can't watch these people suffer. Half the shit I hear people do, I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, I got, you know, I ran a big, a big ass company and, 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 and I continued to try to reach out and help people. And I did for years. And then I sold that company, got another company. And it doesn't matter how much you help somebody. If they want to be that person, that's who they're going to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and let me just stop for one second and say, uh, you know, there was a podcast that just lost her life and said her husband, my prayers are with her. Um, this is my first time on podcast and second time actually. So I don't know too much about it, but I know damn right that whoever took that, you know, he took his own life after he killed those two podcasts. My prayers are with their family and, uh, oh, yeah. and there's no, there's no right in that. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Uh, I mean, how do you feel? Do you think murder is justifiable or no? I mean, I, I, some, at some, I don't know why some people do certain things, you know, to other people. Like, I mean, unless there's, like, I guess, a legit, I mean, a legitimate reason, I guess. I mean, if, if some dude, like, went out and killed some some other dude because he raped his daughter, then, yeah, I understand that shit. So it's like the first testament in the Bible, an eye for an eye. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It basically, that's what it means, you know, in sense. I agree with that. You know, other murder, like I said, I don't necessarily, obviously these guys are foolish. These girls are foolish. These people commit crimes are foolish. Right. Um, the internet, I think it's really fouled us up, man. I think it's, it's taken us to a level where we have the opportunity to um, skip around and be uncontrolled. Um, and that's just my opinion. You know, I don't think all, you know, the hundreds of employees I've had in my businesses, I don't think one of these fucking kids, they don't even know what it is. My my nephew the other day, he tells me, or he's got a girl he likes, right? Mm -hmm. And he tells me uh, that he paid extra on some of these websites that, that you know these Twitters and different things. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. I'll, you know what I mean? I know I got to be easy. Everybody's like, I got to watch what I say about certain websites. Fuck Twitter. Fuck you, Ethan Musk. You hear that, bitch? <laughs> 
right? <laughs> and what do you think about fucking TikTok? Let me say, let me say something about TikTok. You TikTok's know, a good, a tick, no, it's a whole different fucking platform. That t- that TikTok shit is off the chain. Listen, I watch it here and there because you know what? I try to keep up with everything that you put on my phone so I can see things. But you know what? I I really think that that's a cesspool of trash. I think that it shouldn't be in the U.S. I mean, you know what, kids, I want shit to be over 18 for children to watch it. It has to be stopped. I will agree with you on that. Whether Whether it's somebody being a whore on TikTok or whether it's someone committing a crime or whether it's somebody fucking doing the worst thing that you don't want your children doing or you don't want your friend or family or wife. Like, what in the fuck is going on on this website? Literally. And then the sick part about it is all these grade A actresses and actors that got all the money in the world. They're up there trying to fucking get their money involved in the two Tom Brady. Fuck you, bro. Like, (laughs) I don't care. I really don't. Like, it's time for me to come out the box a little bit. No, I don't. I know everybody. I'm getting all kinds of editing going on right now. It's not editing. There ain't no editing. There's no podcast, open podcast. We opened. We're open. That's right. I mean, Tom Brady, you got no words for Tom Brady. Motherfucker, you old as shit. Washed up. I don't oh, care Tom about your Brady. Fans. Yeah. You got fans back when you used to be a fucking, you're nobody. I mean, no offense. When I start seeing these people make this money and helping children, not on fucking TV and open and buying one abandoned house, you know, Zach Ertz. I'm a Philly. I'm an Eagles fan all day. I love you, bro. Mm. But you think you fucking helped out Philly because you bought an old ass church and you're turning into a fucking TV center and a fucking internet center. You bought one fucking abandoned house in fucking Huntington Park. I, I all I know all about Huntington Park, bro. And I'm tell you what. Get off yourself. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then you've got yeah. I mean, I'm sick of this shit. These people make all this money. Listen, I made a, when I made a million dollars, I probably gave back, I don't know, a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars in supporting kids' sports teams, feeding. I put blankets and uh, blankets and uh, pillowcases and pillows in 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 uh, in, uh, in what do you call them? Like soup kitchens, like. Man, I put it out there because you know what? That's I mean, if what in the fuck? God didn't give us money to keep it all to ourselves and not and not treat others. They talking about paying Jalen Hurts. Oh my! Before the editing starts, I'm gonna tell you right. Okay, Jalen Hurts. I I hope you see this fucking podcast, you filthy fuck. Because I'm gonna tell you something. You ain't worth fifty fucking million dollars a year. Fifty fucking million dollars. They're talking about paying this foolish, dumb motherfucker. That fumbled the football in the Super Bowl. But, but you know what's funny about this motherfucker that everybody in Philadelphia, it's like they did a vote in Philadelphia the other day. I was so proud of the vote because for months I've been saying, dude, why are you getting rid of all of our good players? Fire the quarterback. And then it's like, you know what? It's like out of nowhere, it's like this is what's going on. 46% of Philadelphia thinks you should fucking throw them out the door. That's almost 50% of Philly says, get him out of here. You know what? In college, he did the same thing. He choked so fucking hard at the big game that they had to bench his ass because he's choking so hard. He's choked again. That one earring fucking bullshit that he fucking has. You know, you don't belong in Philly. Fifty million fucking dollars, bro. You're in Philadelphia, bro. You know, you got people out there like Brandon Graham. He's out there. 
he's taking a pay cut from hell to play for Philadelphia this year. Jason Kelsey's coming back too. That's damn right. And you know who else is coming back? It's Jalen Hurts. And you know who else is you know what? We're fucked. Jalen Hurts, that ain't no quarterback, man. That ain't no quarterback. Listen, I really don't want to get into sports too much, but my opinion is right now is we went from talking about social media, which is a bunch of brain brain mass shit, to sports, which is great because sports actually gives you something to talk about for two or three seconds. When you're a kid, you didn't care that much about it. $15 yeah. million fucking dollars. Are you telling me that you're going to pay this guy $2.5 million fucking dollars a football game? And you are you paying him fucking almost $3 million to fucking play on Sunday? Yeah, it's just... You know what it took me to make a million dollars? Legally? Yeah, I mean... I mean, it took me... It took me skipping, you know, everything. It took me dedicating my life to see a million dollars. This guy's getting paid 50 fucking million dollars to, you know, almost $3 million a football game. Yeah. That's bullshit, man. That's bullshit. And you're telling me these organizations are getting away with this shit? Like, and you're telling me that there's people starving in fucking Philadelphia? Okay. Let's talk a little bit about sports real quick. We'll get off sports for a minute. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies. I think they're great, but I heard they upped their, uh, you know, up up there at uh, Clearwater. They have upped how much it costs to come see a game. Oh, fuck you, bro. You know what? That's ridiculous. Like you're, you're, it's, I can't stand that, but whatever. You know what? I mean, I say go Eagles, go, go Phillies, go Flyers. I love all those guys. I really do. I'm going to say one thing about all Philly sports, and that is um, – we got some people that love us down here, and it's a brotherly love thing, and other people that just think they're going to make money down here. And Jalen Hurts is not Philadelphia. He's not. He's not Philly. He's not. He's not even. He isn't even close to fucking Philadelphia. Yeah. Like this dude does. He doesn't. He's not us. You fumbled the fucking football in the Super Bowl. Bix. He a clown. He a fucking clown, bro. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Give that football to Reds. I tell you what, I wouldn't fumble that motherfucker. <laughs> they might sack. They might sack me every time. You know, I'm not some big guy talking about. Oh, I'm gonna kill that. You know, I'm gonna beat it up out there. You know, I love it when I was young and people we would be talking and people would be like, Oh, I would fucking, I would run through that line. I'm like, Oh, you're gonna run, run through Brian Dawkins, huh? Oh, I could take a hit from fucking Brian Dawkins. I'm yeah, like, right. Okay. <laughs> right. That I'm motherfucker could hit, dude. <laughs> Right, and I'm like, listen, motherfucker, I'll knock you out by slapping you in your face. And you're talking about you can take a hit from Brian fucking Dawkins. Get the hell I'm a grown-ass man, and I can still tell you, if Brian Dawkins takes the football position and hits me, I'm getting knocked the fuck out. Right, that dude, that motherfucker could hit like crazy. I mean, don't think Reds ain't getting back up, but he's going to he's gonna hit like crazy. Anyway, so we talked a little internet. I mean, basically, like, my opinion your opinion is kind of, like, different, but the same in certain aspects. You know, I don't think that um, any of these platforms are made for children. Uh, I don't. Yeah, like, I, I'm with you on that. I definitely think there should be more um, um, limitations when it comes to that shit, better, better checks, you know, when it comes to that shit. Um, my... Um, my daughter likes using... Like, she likes put making videos for TikTok, and, I mean... Uh, I manage the account, so anything that goes on there that she does has to go through me. So 
my account is my account. She's not allowed on it. Um, and she... Yeah, but uh, it makes you sick. It makes you sick because you are doing the right thing, right? Yeah. Your daughter's appropriate on the videos. Your mom is the father. She looks great. She's doing cool things on the videos. Yeah. And the amount of viewers is like zero, right? Right. Is it? Right? I mean, yeah. Just like, like, no, that's it. But if you're committing a crime on fucking TikTok, it's 100 million followers. Oh, yeah. If you're showing off your tits or if you're showing off your ass or if you're you know, doing something inappropriate, you have millions of followers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, funny how so, that so shit that, works, huh? <laughs> isn't it funny? Yeah. So that should allow you to see how much that platform is bullshit. Right. Like, like are you telling me right now that your number one views are people fucking completely, completely breaking the laws of our country? Yeah. Or it's selling themselves for sex. I mean, it's that's a, it. It's a freaking that's joke, it. dude. Yeah. Facebook was created to, you know, to create like, like links between families and all this. Yeah. And it did its it did its job there, but then they just took it to this next level where, you know, they created Facebook dating, they created this, they created this. Like they took it from a family talking to each other to, you know, a cesspool of man, I'm gonna tell you, I don't even understand it. Well, you, you know, know what they sales it, marketplace. They they just became a joke afterward. Like you know, that 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 fucking. That platform just became over fucking saturated with ads. It's not even funny. Like, I mean, there's all that that's 90% of it, of Facebook is ads. That's all you see is stupid unrelevant shit on that that has no meaning to you at all. And and that's what's fucked up about it is that like why am I on this shit? And then there are there's talks about having it pay as a paid membership. I think that's a fucking joke too. Excuse me. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, it's a joke. It's a joke. And let it let it go back to the way it is. You know, what happened to sending a letter? Or what happened to uh, you know making a phone call? <laughs> you know, don't don't worry about tweeting me. Don't worry about, you know, uh, fucking, I don't even know what, how, any other way you contact somebody. Don't even worry about emailing me now. Call my phone number if you want to get a hold of me. Hey. Don't, you know, don't, I can't stand that people socialize just through this, you know, this platform or this platform or this platform. It's like, you know what, man, if you don't know my phone number, then I'm good. Now, I understand that we're on Twitch right now, and I think the socializing through this, the interaction's good. You know, Biggs is enjoying it. I'm enjoying talking to others. You know, Kevin gave us a lot of shout-outs tonight. I appreciate that. Uh, but I, I Thanks, would definitely – Yeah, we definitely appreciate him. Uh, but I would definitely say that, that for the new generations coming up, the Internet has no limits. That's a problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that for That's sure. Right. Like, you know – I'm, I mean, I always agree with you most of the time. You know, yeah, I mean, it yeah. does. And it can't have no limits. Our children today cannot see that it's cool to wear see-through shirts. Our children today cannot see it's cool to do this because it's really not cool. It's not. The person themselves have to become a person 
before they go ahead and involve themselves into anything other than themselves. Right. If that makes any sense. Right. right? Yeah. So you got to find you got to find yourself before you just go ahead and Google what yourself should be. Right. Now, I know you didn't see this, but I put a poll on our live stream, right? Sure. And it was about the best fast food restaurants. Yeah. And the options were McDonald's. Mm, breakfast is banging. Burger King. Wendy's. Mm. Chick-fil-A. And Arby's. Mm. So Kev voted McDonald's. Breakfast is banging. Oh, there's yeah. Not, I will not nothing. take McDonald's breakfast away from, from them at all. At all. But like when Top it comes shelf. to a burger though I'm sorry I am going with Burger King. <laughs> I mean even though uh, we so yeah, we love our yeah. Wendy's but like I still think so Burger I'm King big, has the best burger. Yeah, see I'm a chicken man. I like Wendy's grilled chicken just takes me yeah. to the next level. I mean, yeah. it, the grilled chicken, I make it, make it fresh. I mean, you got to make it fresh. Yeah. Kev, Kev get, says he loves their breakfast, too. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you, Kev. Breakfast is banging. Best I would say, I would say Arby's, you know, that uh, roast beef and Swiss dip is like, it's good. Dude, I had Arby's Cur Wagyu curry burger. Curly Curly fries and roast beef uh, and ranch dressing. Dude, yeah, their curly fries are fucking banging. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta ask for fresh. You gotta ask for fresh. Dude, I had their Wagyu burger. It is fucking amazing. Like, yeah, if anybody's listening, you gotta ask for fresh food when you go through fast food. You know? Yeah, fresh, fresh fries. Yeah, and if you go through Wendy's and ask for a fresh grilled chicken sandwich, oh man, it will knock your socks off. It is like... It is possibly better than any food that you can. I mean, even grilled chicken you can make. It's quality. Right. Quality. So yeah, I did I mean, a little you know, poll on that, but I think that poll is good. I mean, if I had to pick a breakfast, it would be McDonald's. Um, if I had to pick a burger, it would definitely be a Whopper from Burger King. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If I'm eating fast food. Mm -hmm. um, and then if I'm eating fast food for chicken, I'm definitely doing Wendy's on the grilled chicken. Burger King grilled chicken is like fucking rubber. I've um, never had it. Yeah. you got to try grilled chicken from fucking Wendy's, dude. I mean, I'm telling you what. Ask for it fresh. It only takes five minutes. It'll knock your socks off. Dude, I miss I miss the enormous omelet sandwich from Burger King. That shit was fucking out of this world good, dude. Like, it yeah, was, like, double fucking meat, like, eggs, cheese with double sausage, and, like, bacon, I think, was on it, too. Oh, my God. It was so fucking good. But they fucking or discontinued it. I was so yeah, pissed. I'd be pissed. I mean, Reds, you know me, man, about, it's, it's going on almost, shit, it's almost going on, like, seven or eight years I stopped eating fast food. I eat it like one, you know, if I drive by and I can't resist, I hit it, but it's not, I just try, I'm trying my hardest not to eat it. Man, at one point when I owned my, one of my businesses, I would just, you know, nonstop just fucking survive off it. And then I was getting these chest pains and I'm like, oh man, it's going to take the reds down, you know? Right. And, and then I looked at my fucking, you know, how much I was spending on it. I'm like, I can't do it. You know? Yeah. 
I'm not I'm not giving fucking forty grand to Burger King. Oh yeah, no, like I mean, it's just like I'm not. Uh, all right. Well, how about this? Who's got the best nuggets? The best nuggets? Yeah. Well, you can't. No one beats McDonald's. I don't think, but. I think I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Wendy's got some good nuggets. Wendy's got some good nuggets, but McDonald's. I don't know, man. You get fresh McDonald's nuggets again. You gotta have. Yeah, I'll give you that. Milk. McDonald's got that that freaking they got something special on their freaking forty piece. <laughs> oh my goodness, that forty piece and fresh out of the fryer, you. It, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like there's no better. Mickey D all day, huh, Kev? Nice. Yeah, Mickey D. I agree with that. They got the great double cheeseburger. My wife loves that too. Kev loves his McDonald's. Yeah, yeah I'll concur. I'll, I'll concur with that. Yeah, when our McDonald's yeah. nuggets are pretty. Cool. I'll give it. I'll tell you this. My wife and I, we if we do go out to fast food, she loves her McDonald's too. And I'll tell you this: if you ask them for fresh, it comes fresh. My one problem with McDonald's is they're switching from having waiter, you know, having people at the counter to going digital, and Reds can't handle that. I will not press a computer to order my fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> I have to talk to a human because I need fresh fries. I need fresh food, and that's what I need. If you eat fast food and you pay all that money, you don't ask for fresh food, you're getting ripped off. Though. I, I, you know what? I could see you like, like yelling oh. at the fucking kiosk. <laughs> oh, you know that's right. They need to give me fresh food. I mean, I need <laughs> like, to have it. I could see you going up this kiosk. Motherfucker, give me fresh food, kiosk. <laughs> oh my god, that kiosk pissed me so fuck off. Motherfuckers, no. It ain't happening. And people oh get so God. pissed off at the kiosk. They get so pissed off at the kiosk because they all stand in line at the kiosk, right? So there's like 20 people in line at the kiosk, and here go Red. I go to the counter. I'm like, excuse me. You know what I mean? Right. Can you take my order? And the manager's like, oh, no problem, sir. I'll take your fucking order. I'm like, thank God. And every person at the kiosk like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, yeah, you know, that's fucking right, man. Make that shit fresh. If it doesn't come out fresh, I'm not eating it. My fries have to be fucking fresh. I, I'm not going to waste the space in my cardiac rhythm for fucking cold fries. I don't give a fuck. Make them fresh. And then I, I tell them no salt, right? And then you go up to the counter, and then you ask for salt packets. Yeah. And they think, oh, you're an asshole. It's like, no, I'm not an asshole. You're the asshole. Because if I ask for fresh fries, you'll fucking either double dip them or you'll tell me to fuck off. But if I ask for fries with no salt, you're going to listen. Right. Well, you know so, what? Because they they don't they don't um I mean because the wife she she gets fries without salt so um right off the bat they have to make them fresh because they don't have because once when they make fries they salt them right yeah, away yeah I know I know but you, we all think that but the other day I was at Burger King right and I'm like I'm gonna sneak a sandwich and I went to sneak a sandwich and this lady in front of me is like. I cannot have bread, blah, blah, blah. I'm allergic to this. I'm like, okay, whatever, lady. And then uh, they, the guy makes the burger, right? Whopper, and he doesn't put it in her plastic thing. He puts it on the bread first. And she's like, if that's my sandwich, I can't touch bread. And he grabs a Whopper, he slams it into the fucking wrapper, and he doesn't care, right? And she's real upset, right? And I'm like, what the fuck <clears throat> do you think is happening right now? Right. It, it's like... You're the moron that came to Burger King and asked for Pacific fucking orders. They know how to place your order. If you ask for fresh, they're going to give it to you. you got to ask for fresh if you're a fast food. 
I'm telling you what, McDonald's breakfast nothing beats it. Their fresh French fries, nothing beat McDonald's fresh French fries, nothing. Um, I have, you know, through my years bought, you know, I mean, I think on the, my one daddy fryer, I think I spent like fucking eight hundred dollars. I bought a commercial fucking daddy fryer to make my shit. Yeah. And you don't realize, you don't realize that before you know it, you're addicted to it. I'm frying fucking everything. I'm frying in deep fry. This eight hundred dollar thing I bought it is a fucking, you know, it's one that is in a restaurant. You know, the straight up McDonald's bitch. Yeah. And I'm frying fucking bacon. I'm frying fucking mozzarella sticks. He, I'm frying. I'm frying everything every day. Chicken, chicken fingers. I had to throw it out. I literally had to throw it out. Yeah. I had to put it in the trash and tell myself that I'm gonna kill myself. Do you right. know what I mean? Dude, um, I use. I have an air fryer. I use the fuck out of that thing when I can. No. I you love know, I my stopped, air fryer. I love an air fryer, and yeah, I dude. really stopped eating out. Man, I had to stop eating out. I had to stop giving my. Shit, you can make your own french fries nowadays. Like, you don't need all that. Yeah, well, I grow my own potatoes, right? Yeah. But uh, I'll say this much, though. My wife and I have a rule now. It's like if we go out to eat, we only go out to eat for things we cannot make. Right. So it's like once we beat the Outback and their steaks, it's like I can get two beautiful Fabians, you know, fucking – 12 inches long yep. for $9 and cook them on my grill or cook them in the oven. And it is just as good. I'm not. Yeah. It's like literally like I'll go out. My wife picks out certain meats. They're like the, these nice cuts. We get them at sale prices. And next thing you know, it's like, listen, I'll spend $70 and have like a week and a half of strong meat product. And I don't even, if I, if I took my wife out tomorrow to Chinese, it would cost me $70 to go to Chinese because Reds can't eat the hood Chinese. You know what I mean? I cannot eat the neighbor's cat. You know what I mean? I got to have my Chinese. The steak they use is like the filet. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So when we go to Chinese, it's like, let me get two quarts of wonton. Let me get two $30 meals. And let me get two $20 probably cheese fry wonton. And I need it to be gourmet. So when I get done, it's like it's eighty-two fifty for me to go to Chinese. But my wife, she takes an egg, she takes some all-natural rice, she takes some steak, some soy sauce, fucking fries that all up together, and it's like you really got this. And then we just started getting these wontons. She puts cream cheese, uh, scallions, crab meat, and she fucking air fries it. It's like. Am I really going to give you $17 for your crap? So we made this bond, and that is the only food we'll eat out is that we can't make it ourselves. So it's like there's certain foods you can't make yourself. You right. know what I mean? Like your wife went out the other day, and she had like a salmon with a special sauce. Yeah, I couldn't you, do that. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't do it. My wife and I love – she made fish a couple times. She's great at it. But, again, the same – the situation is if you don't have that special sauce. Then right. That that is that is one thing I cannot cook is fish. Like I could cook chicken fine, I could cook pork fine, I could cook beef fine, eggs, you know anything else, pot, you know all that other shit. Pasta, well, pasta you can't really fuck that up. But like that one thing I cannot cook is anything seafood. Well, this year when my uh, when my garden gets done, I'm gonna send you 
some fresh food to taste. And when you taste uh, Julie's sauce, you're going to be like, you're just never, you just don't even, it's like unbelievable. When I tasted like fresh potatoes, like we do potatoes, onions, garlic, string beans, and then she cans that all up. Yeah. And then, and then I eat fresh, you know, throughout the season. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like we just got rid of our last two bags of sauce and now the tomatoes are going to get ready to grow and then we'll have the fresh sauce, which is banging. I mean, I love food. I'm a food critic. I love food and Biggs loves food. My biggest thing with food though is I'm telling you, Biggs, when I hit 30, about 33, you know, it was just too convenient for me to have fast food Mm -hmm. and me and the wife, we really started depending. We were eating at Applebee's every night. We were eating at, uh, Outback Steakhouses. We were eating at Cheesecake Factory, and we did it all the way up until like 38. And then finally, you know, when I was looking at what we spent a year, or no, not 38, probably 35. Um, but either way, what I was spending a year is like almost fifty thousand dollars on cheeseburgers that I can make myself. Mm-hmm. Steaks that are like, if you go out to Outback Steakhouse, you get some big steak, all this, you're spending 50 fucking dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, listen, it's incredible. When I stopped eating uh, fast food, it saved me a lot of money. I know you still love your fast food, but you know, you love it. And so does Tanya. And I think that's good. Julie loves it too. If she could get McDonald's every afternoon, if it was across the street, she'd get a fucking double cheeseburger, no mayonnaise, no onion. Our mayonnaise. No onions, you know, she get her shit. We just now live out in the middle of the fucking, you know what I mean? You yeah. Know, miles from anybody, you know, so. Right. Yeah, we got like fucking, we got nobody around us. But in reality, um, I love fast food. The problem is fast food. It makes it easy. It makes it, you don't have to wash this, this, and the other thing. But it's so not affordable anymore. Oh, yeah. It really isn't nowadays. Right. I'm not saying it's to do health. I'm saying it's not affordable. It's not affordable. Right. I took my I took my wife and my son and myself to Wendy's the other day. It was twenty, I don't know, twenty seven dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty seven fucking dollars. You got to be shitting me. Yeah, that's fucking insane. It's insane. And then you see yourself so going to the product that. I'll see myself and I'll go. I'm like, all right, I'll cheat and do Burger King, right? right? And then next thing, the next thing you know, when I get up in line, I see myself just ordering the sandwich, and I don't want to pay the extra three dollars for the fry and soda because that's how expensive their shit is. Yeah. So it's like I really don't want to spend thirteen dollars on a meal, but I'll spend the seven dollars on a chicken sandwich or a cheeseburger. Right. So, which really is crazy because for fifteen dollars, I can have a hundred pieces of chicken. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, shit. I mean, I went out this week, I bought, you know, four flaming youngs. I bought a pork roast. I bought chicken. I bought two packs of chicken stir fry, all fresh, all natural. Uh, the whole entire bill came out to $70. Jeez. So I got four, you know, one foot, Flaming Youngs. Mm-hmm. I got a beef that is 12 inches long by four inches wide, or pork that's four inches wide by 12 inches. A good, a good roast. And then I got a chicken stir fry, all natural. And like, it's just like for $70. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy, bro. It's nuts. Crazy. It the, the way crazy. shit is nowadays. It's just, it's just. How, oh, how do you keep up with it? How do you keep up with it? Like, you know, I went to I went to Wawa my first time in like. Well, I think my first time I went to Wawa in about four years, and I went to Wawa. I didn't even know they. I didn't even know they sold French fries. Mm. I had no idea they had cheeseburgers. I had no idea. And they're they good. Anything. I, I'm going to try them one day. I am. When I went in there, I saw that thing. I was like, holy shit, when did you guys get French fries? When did you get cheeseburgers? When did you get a dinner menu? But see, I literally, listen, as I get older, I'm trying to confine, you know, what I'm doing out there. And I know damn right well that Wawa Hoagie, if they're going to sell me for $9, that I can go to the grocery store and I can get four Hoagie breads, my cheese and all my meats, and have four Hoagies. For the price of one. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Either way, they're burning me. You know, it never tastes as good as a restaurant, but ever since we started that motto, we don't eat something unless it's something we can't make. Well, then it makes it worth it because when we go out and we're like, holy shit, we spent $60, we can't make this. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But chicken parm, chicken this, chicken, you know, this, or soups. Like I used to love Panera Bread. Like, oh babe, man, I can't, I can't stop eating Panera Bread. All of a sudden, Julie starts making ham and broccoli, ham and cheese, broccoli cheddar, fucking bean and bacon, fucking tomato. This, I'm like, I'm not going back. Right. Yeah, What's I know. I'm gonna cut back on freaking eating out too. Like, I mean, I like cooking too. So like, it's just having the time to do it is the question. But like, it's hard, but like you, you and Tanya, you know what I mean? You got, you got kids, you got to feed too. So it's really hard to hit four appetites at the same time, yeah. you know? So it's tough, but definitely, like I said, bigs, man, if I can give any suggestion, it's like, you know, I'm trying hard. It's a hard fight because it's too easy to get a delicious meal there. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. But, but there's ways to do it. Like you were mentioning the other week about like, freezing your cheeseburgers and then just cooking them up. Yeah. And, you know, there's ways to do it. And, you know, so there's ways to do it. It's an addiction that's very hard to get off of because what fast food has done is it's created, you know, the exact what it takes to hit the taste buds of a human. Yeah. You know, lots of, lots of salt, grease, oil. Like Americans just love it. And I love it. You know what I mean? Sure. I can't help it. I love it. And I love to go through the drive-thru and have my food ready and not have to do a dish. But what I will tell you is if you look up the difference to what it costs for that compared to what you would save, it's like incredible. Oh, I know, dude. It's incredible. It's incredible. It re- it really fucking is. It, and like, the No, I mean it's it's more than incredible. Not only the savings, but the health factors and the, and the, pro, the, pro, the, the positives to it. I mean, let me say one last thing, and then I get to go off this podcast. Yeah. And, you know, you obviously know I've been a medic and in medicine for years, and, you know, I, I study medicine, I understand medicine, and I want to explain to you something. You know, I've been teaching a course about speeding up the human body and, and what it means by eating hormonal foods. And it's been proven theory that these fast foods, McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King, um, are in fact uh, increasing, you know, uh, 
the hormones of a human. So basically what it means is it means that we're trying to figure out the study of the human body, why certain areas are more advanced. So urban settings compared to rural settings. What I'm trying to say is, you know, in a, in a, in a, um, urban setting, you're seeing, say, young women get their menstrual cycle as early as eight and 10 years of age. And then you're looking at rural settings and you're seeing it between 16 and 19 and you're going, what's the confusing situation? Where is it coming from? And when we start looking at Harvard and the study of the, the food we're eating, we start realizing real quick that the food that we get from the McDonald's and the Burger Kings are chickens that have been given steroids. Yeah. So when we eat them, it speeds us up. So what happens is it ages us. So when a woman shouldn't get her menstrual cycle, the human body wasn't created until 14 to 19. It's then getting it at eight years of age because they're eating chicken that's full of steroid and hormone. So it can speed it up too fast. It does the same thing to males and it does the same thing to kids. If you look at an urban setting, you'll go down... To and you'll all of a sudden see, you know, white, black, Chinese, whatever. They're, man, they just yeah. look like they are ripped to the bone. That's all that protein. That's you know what? I, I think we should talk more about this on on our next podcast. Um, if we're if, we should. if we're gonna do yeah. one on on this Wednesday, because I know you're you're busy this week, so um, it was nice to get one in tonight uh, for sure. But like, if we are gonna do one Wednesday, I think maybe we make this our topic and we'll, we'll touch more into that for sure. Yeah. Let's touch on fast food and, and what it, what it does to us. Listen, I don't think like you and your wife love it. My wife and I love it. The world loves it. Yeah. I just think, uh, like I said, man, fucking, we should all try to make our own meatballs and make our own meatball. Oh dude, I make some banging homemade meatballs, bruh. You know, that's right. You know, so we need to do that kind of stuff and, and fucking enjoy it because it's really that easy. It's going to save our pocket yeah. and it's going to make us live longer. You know, right. when I stopped eating, when I stopped eating fast food on a routine basis, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't got chest pain since that day. Yeah. But so, all right, well let's, I think that was a great podcast. I think, um, we're going to, We'll call it quits here. I'm going to raid out to somebody and start networking with people again. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's um, – if you if you got the time, and obviously we'll let everybody know. So hopefully if we can get a, a show in Wednesday night, you know, we, we certainly will. And um, we just got to see how, you know, Red's schedule is because he, he, he's got some, you know, personal family stuff going on this week. So – um, yeah. that he's got to take care of. So, um, so we will, uh, keep everybody informed. And again, you know, thanks, you know, for who was here watching Kev, you know, thanks for being here. Thanks for the bits again. Um, okay, appreciate and, um, yeah. And we will, um, we'll call it quits there. And we're going to go ahead. Yeah, and... We'll talk to you. Yeah. And remember with red and bid cost, every time we're going to mention something. And again, it's a shout out to domestic violence abuse women and abuse children uh if you're out there you know people are thinking about you we're going to give a shout out again to you know brain cancer you know someone in both of our families is suffering from that our, our families together um and uh and at the end of this i also want to give a shout out to um you know to everybody that thinks that they don't have someone that listens to them or or cares about them we care about you 
um, and we're thinking about you and, and may God continue to bless you. Right. Well said, man. Well said. And I love you, Biggs. All right. I love you too, bro. And um, like you said, uh, we're, we're going to raid somebody and just to be nice and try and network. And um, we will catch yeah, you gonna... guys on the next stream. So, I, again, thanks for uh, watching. Yeah, and God bless you and always take a prayer. Whether you believe in God or you believe in someone else, pray for someone and pray for yourself. Right, exactly. All right, love you, brother. Love you, bro.